Thank you for downloading this Brum Radio podcast. For more podcasts, visit brumradio.com. You're listening to Brum on Brum Radio. I'm Dave Massey. I'm joined on the telephone by Charlotte Dowling, who is from Birmingham St Mary's Hospice, uh, which is a hospice based right here in Birmingham. Good afternoon, Charlotte. How are you? Good afternoon. I'm very well. Thank you. How are you? I'm, I'm not bad today. Um, it's as as we're recording this, it's been very cold most of the week. So I've just been trying to stay in the house as much as I possibly can. Have you been working from home yourself? Yes, I have. Yes, yeah. since um, since all of this started uh, back in March. Yes, yeah. so very much got used to the four walls um, of my office and, <laughs> over and, the last few months. And what's and what's your current job title at Birmingham St Mary's Hospice? So I'm the community and corporate fundraising manager at the hospice. Fantastic. And obviously, this is a bit of a, a tricky, t- tricky time when it comes to people doing uh, what you'd normally have as a regular calendar of events. Um, uh, lots of things uh, are having to be put on hold due to the level of uncertain- uncertainty. What, what's it like to be in this position at the moment? And is there anything that people can do about it? year um but one thing that's been amazing is support from the local community throughout this whole period um we've had a number of kind of virtual events and campaigns um that we needed support with um and asked support to take part in and they've done incredibly um taking part in uh things like chocolate 5k and our eye marathon mm-hmm. um donating towards our comfort and care appeal which has helped buy equipment for the IPU, the inpatient unit. Um, So we've been absolutely astounded by the level of support from the local community. It's it's really been amazing. Um, We have faced, as you say, a few challenges with events having to be cancelled, but that hasn't stopped some people getting involved in any way they can, Mm -hmm. um, which is just amazing. Um, So it's made a difficult year a little bit easier uh, because when you've got such amazing support, um, you just by that and you just want to think of the next things that people can get involved with because not only does it help um, the hospice continue to run its services Mm -hmm. but it also helps people kind of do a bit more exercise or have an activity together so we do we have things like a cookbook um, and for just five pound donation there's um, been recipes sent in by local people that people can do at home and you know we've got a range of different things varying levels no matter what it is that you want to do whether you want to stay at home in the warm as you say and, yes. play, and play some games and stuff and you can take part in raise your game or if you want to kind of raise the cold weather and the windy conditions you can take part in that chocolate 5k and lots of people have been doing lots of different things which has just been amazing Birmingham St Mary's Hospice is a, a venue that uh, lots of Brummies like to support and lots of Brummies like to tell people they're supporting um, and I think it's really uh, important to people that they are seen to show their support uh, to hospices in the city. Um, you've been celebrating ten years of tree cycling this this year. Um, what what's that like? And tell tell us how people uh, have got involved in that previously. So, so this year it's kind of been a bumpy year for, for tree cycling, which again um, surpassed all expectations. Um, we weren't sure on on how. Um, how it would all go with the kind of current restrictions. Um, however, we were able to um, complete this year's campaign 
safely um, with all volunteers having full PPE at all times, not having to go and knock on anybody's door. Could literally pick the trees up from the curbside, wow. uh, which meant that it was safe for members of the public yes. um, and safe for our volunteers, which was the kind of main priority in this year's campaign. Um, as I say, our kind of results of the campaign this year have been um, astronomical. Um, we managed to collect uh, just over 5,000 trees, so about 5,200. Wow. Um, yeah, that's That's just crazy. And after over two days, that's just such a brilliant thing to hear about. I um, I presume that because of the extra restrictions that you put in place with how the tree is collected, that, that must have sped up the process slightly as well. Yes, it does. Yeah, I mean, we always ask for supporters to put their trees out beforehand because, as you say, like each kind of group of volunteers will have around 60 to 80 trees to collect in that day each. Wow. So we do like it to be very much almost like a bin service where yeah. they'll just see it on the side, pick it up, pop it in a van, and then they'll take it to one of our central points to be um, recycled by mm-hmm. one of our recycling partners. Um, so, yeah, we try as much as possible to make it a streamlined process so that actually there's no human contact. Um, and that's what we really wanted to achieve this year, which um, which I'm pleased to say that we did. It's lovely to hear about how you guys are fighting through this year, the hard effort that you're putting in, the considerations that you're making to the people uh, who, who you take care of. Um, and you know giving them that quality of life is is just so important I, I've, I've said before i was, was lucky enough to visit the hospice um uh i don't even know if it was last year now i think it was in 2019 it must have been 2019 uh, i was lucky enough to to visit and to go into such a welcoming environment with such an amount of warmth to it and you know, a, a feeling that people care about you. And I always get that feeling from all of the staff that I speak to at the hospice. And it's really lovely um, to know that they it, it's such a caring space to, to be able to visit. Um, obviously, we're waiting for lockdowns to end uh, and we're waiting for uh, rules to be relaxed a bit. Um, do you think that you'll, you guys will um, divide your time a bit more in the future between being in the space and working from home. Um, were you already working from home a little bit at different points already? Yeah, so uh, the nature of fundraising in particular is you kind of go wherever you're needed a little bit. Yeah. So it might be that we're talking and meeting with different community groups or it might be that we have to be off the space to talk directly to, to supporters. So there's always been that kind of fluidity with, with the role anyway. Um, but I think 
one of the, the things that have come out of um, this, this year has been that we can work a little bit more remotely yeah. um, and still support everybody that we need to. Um, the team across the whole hospice um, are extremely resilient. And as you say, everybody just works so hard to create such a, a heartwarming and homely environment mm-hmm. for the hospice. And that will, that will never change because the people care so much. Yes. Um, what it's mean is that we just have to be a bit more dynamic, a bit more resilient, which has just changed how we work slightly. Um, but it, it, in some ways, it's, it's for, the, for the better. Um, it means that we can... Um, work a bit more flexibly mm-hmm. which means it can work for um, whoever is supporting us um, so there are always positives to be taken out of a, of a difficult situation uh, we certainly hope at some point we can come back to see the hospice a little bit more um, but we want to make sure that everybody's safe and that's our kind of paramount concern so until we can ensure that we won't be making any any changes yet that's so lovely to hear well done to all of your team working so hard through 2020 and into 2021 it's it's fantastic to hear what you guys have been up to um and obviously we wish you uh, as as smooth a possible 2021 going forward we're going to get you back onto the show uh, later in the year just to catch up and find out what's been put into a, a um, place and what are the things that people can do we can find your website at birmingham hospice dot org dot uk and you're on twitter at brums hospice as well is there other social medias that we can find you on yes so uh, we also have a youtube channel uh, mm-hmm. where you can look up birmingham hospice um there and um that has kind of an overview of the care that we provide as well Brilliant. as when we do like quizzes and stuff like that mm-hmm. we'll stream on there um and then we, all, we do have instagram as well which is the same handle as twitter um, but the main thing at the moment is um, Facebook because lots of our events and activities go on to there. Um, and there's some really great videos. So if somebody, anybody ever wants any um, information um, about kind of bereavement services or anything like that, um, we have got quite a few like webinars and Facebook Lives and stuff. So um, always feel free to check those out because they're really great. That's brilliant. Thank you so much, Charlotte. It's been a pleasure to chat to you. Um, And uh, as I say, wish you all the best for um, going forward into 2021. Thank you very much, Andrew. All the best for for your future year as well. Let's hope uh, the next conversation will be a much brighter one. (laughs) Thank you for listening to this Brum Radio podcast. Don't forget to subscribe and rate us on your podcast app.